Last time on The Crown Season 1, Queen Elizabeth ascended to being the queen, with Phil by her side. Her marriage struggled as a result, and it's still in dire straits, and we'll see where that goes in Season 2. Her sister Margaret, she had a rendezvous, a, a tryst with a man named Peter, and that didn't go well, and now she's on bad terms with Elizabeth. Things are just not going great for Elizabeth, and Winston Churchill was there as Prime Minister, and... Eventually he had to step down because, you know, he had to. And now Anthony Eden is in the office, and we'll see how he's doing with his arch nemesis, Gamal Nasser, getting out, of, getting at him. So uh, we'll catch up on all that more with Season 2, Episode 1 of The Crown. Just like that, we're back to the crown. The crown, baby. <laughs> I'm actually like way stoked for this. <laughs> oh, after this season two, episode one, and we'll 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 get to talking in a minute. But I I mm-hmm. can't say I disagree. Yeah, I, I mean I know people weren't always too happy with our crown coverage, although it seemed like people came around in the end. I think distance makes the heart grow fonder, and I'm I'm ready for its its level of seriousness. <laughs> well, the the good thing is. Is that in our Downton Abbey revisiting, we watched like the longest episodes of Downton Abbey. Mm-hmm. And and I think in quarantine, we're all kind of catching up on TV. And a lot of the HBO shows are these bulky 58, 59 minute episodes. So like when we came into The Crown, we're working full time in the office. Yeah. Now we're stuck at home saying, look, you got extra, you got an extra eight minutes you can take off this long, boring day. Uh, well, I mean, I, I'm okay with a 54 minutes. Oh, that, I'm not that, saying I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying 42. I'm not jonesing for 42 minutes in quarantine time. I'll take an extra sure. 15. That's fair. But Dave, what if people are jonesing for 42 minutes or those longer episodes? Where are they going to have to find it now? Of Down Abbey, <laughs> Amazon. Are, is it? Is it staying Amazon or what? It's on Amazon. <laughs> Didn't we? I sent you this picture. It's still on Amazon. <laughs> Yeah, so Amazon was teasing again that Down Abbey was leaving. And then, and then it seemed to be corroborated by Joe Froggett, right? Yeah, well, Down is going to Peacock. That is a, we know that's a fact. It is listed as one of the launch programs on Peacock. So for our listeners, American you, are, listeners. you heard it here first. You, I correctly predicted that Peacock was one of the, the locations that you may find Down Abbey. It was either HBO Max or Peacock, and what do you know? What do you know? Well, and apparently still Amazon. For now. I mean, it could be in two places at once, too. You never know. It's true. But we'll see. We'll see. But, you know, there you go. And apparently Peacock's supposed to be free to stream, so there's that, too. Oh, wow. And uh, So we may have an influx of listeners being like, what the heck is this podcast? And they just tune out immediately, but we welcome them. Yeah, sure. And... You know, I, I'd like to formally apologize that we didn't drop a Patreon, unlock a Patreon episode last week because you were in Connecticut, Corey. And I saw Dave here for the first time in five months. Uh, yeah, since like February, January? end of January, early February, something like that. It's been a minute. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the, it, it was a holiday week. I, I was looking through. I said, maybe I'll do this. But then I just said, you know, yeah. If you're it's really holiday. dying for a preview of the Patreon, hit us up. We can hook you up with something. You can let's go back and listen to episode one uh, episode again. That's true. Wars. That's true. But speaking of giving us money, we have kind of a big <laughs> announcement. 
<laughs> Great transition. For the, what, is, what is the announcement, Dave? For the first time in our two-and-a-half-year existence, the Lord to grant them we have merch. How, how, how in God's green earth have you made this happen? Well, I, I was thinking about, you know, I, we've been tossing around ideas for anyone that's been a longtime fan. We had a survey a, a year or two ago that asked what kind of merch you would want. So we've always been t- tossing around the idea for some merch, but there's a website called T Public, and and they do a lot of big podcast merch. So like I've bought some Doughboys T-shirts from there, and they have like Podcast the Ride, and a lot of big podcasts are on that website. So you know, quarantine times got me thinking. You know, hop on Photoshop, whip up some logos, whip up some some ideas that have been mulling around in my head and I said you know let's see if this T public thing works and mm-hmm. just like that boom where we got stuff we got shirts stickers magnets and how can people find this Dave is there a link somewhere so we're, we'll link it in the episode description we'll link it on our social media account you should probably pin it pin it to the top of Twitter man yeah yeah it's a or you can just go on T public and search for Lords of Grantham so T-E-E yeah like public? t-shirt and the good thing about this is Whoa, it's wait is it it's letter T public T E E like T. You think T T shirt is spelled T E E shirt? If I'm if I'm going T like like mini me. Uh, all right. If you were to refer <laughs> to a T shirt as a T, you would say T E. I thought it was T hyphen shirt. Yeah, but when you're well, this is a, this is semantics right now because if you were to say long sleeve T. You wouldn't say long sleeve letter T. You'd say long sleeve T. This is why people come to us for these discussions here. Yeah. Just think mini me and Austin Powers too. T. Got it. Got it. Now people know exactly where to find this website. Yeah. So T public. public. And we got some. We have some more designs coming down the down the way that I think are are more legit. But we have our current logo, which is the crown logo. Um, mm-hmm. I whipped up a little for all the wrestling fans, a little NWO knockoff that says the LOG Lords of Grantham. And then we have some sort of Wu Tang style shirts that are character names. And we have one that's all the Crawleys and one that is a short list of our favorite characters from Downton Abbey. And just to make sure I'm, I'm searching correctly, Dave, I'm on T Public right now and I searched Lords of Grantham and I, have, I don't see anything. Okay, let me take a look. I have <laughs> up the website. Lords of oh no twenty five percent off phone cases we don't have any phone cases um no results all right so my store uh did you search yeah nothing comes up when you search it so my store yeah. front well storefront is incoming listeners so it's it's te- <laughs> we'll figure it's, it. where the, our username is Lords of Grantham podcast we're gonna pin it on all our social media so don't start on T public just go. So we have four designs for T-shirts, and there's a lot of different options. So we have yeah. magnets, stickers, tote bags. We have masks. You'll see I ordered a Lords of Grantham mask, which is very appropriate. So God, great, it's all made to order. So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm be so glad I can finally have one. Yeah, I mean, we don't even get a discount. So all right, all well, enough of pod. plugging. Enough of plugging ourselves. I think it's time to get back to the crowd. <laughs> it is. It is. It's in 1957. Yeah, baby. Uh, season two. I, I, you know, going back to my initial impressions of the show, I thought there was already four seasons out. We're already, yeah, season two of the three that are available on Netflix, 
and this episode is called Misadventure. Yes. Does that sound accurate? Does that sound like this is a misadventure episode? No, this is not a misadventure. I mean, <laughs> this is a I don't, miss something is the is the right way. Adventure is not something we don't get much of here. It, it starts out like a misadventure uh, because we do what seems to be in vogue with a lot of TV shows, which is flash. It's a flash forward to five months in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know this from shows like Breaking Bad, where just you know season two, where it just flashed into the future and it kind of led up to that all the time. Insecure literally just did the same exact thing, where it flashed five months ahead, but started with a conversation and then flashed back. So this one, it flashes ahead to a heated conversation between Elizabeth and Phil. Yeah, on a boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thing things are hot. <laughs> what do you mean things are hot? Temperatures, tempers. Well, it is, it is thunder, and there, there's pouring rain on this boat that they're on. Some, uh, s- someone has, hasn't been a good boy, it seems. No, the queen is sitting alone on a bed, and the king is sitting alone on a couch, and they're asking the heavy questions of, you know, what needs to change to make this marriage work. Yeah. And Phil is not a. Not 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 so fond of he's speaking his truths right now. I mean he's kind of saying a lot of what he said last year and, and just really just laying into it though with his uh, with his inflection you know he he says they're in a prison essentially you know the way they yeah and then the queen refers to it as a situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, she thinks he's lost, and he was he's still upset for being sent away, like he like he does. Uh. I honestly, the scene goes on for a few minutes. I started thinking, like, is this the entire episode? Is it like a bottle episode? That'd be like kind of cool if it was just them. That'd be arguing. bold. <laughs> yeah, like the way, like what a way to kick off a season. It's not that, but a great scene all together though to really start. The yeah, season. great cold open for. I mean, if this sets the tone for the season, I'm going to be a sad boy for a lot of this. The coming and, and weeks. It's kind of funny. Yeah, and it's kind of funny that's a flash forward because I couldn't quite remember where we left off, and I was like. Wait, are they just five months ahead from last year? Well, did you did you conti- did you skip the option on Netflix for the four minute recap? Yeah, because I, I also I, did that too. As much as we don't want to watch forty two minute episodes, I don't have the extra four minutes to then watch a full hour of the crown. But yeah, because well, the thing is, this kind of picks up exactly where they left off last year. So I was kind of confused. Like, wait, did I miss more of them getting in arguments, or is it just picking up? And it's like, oh, okay, so I guess something something does happen. Yeah. <laughs> because and it, and it definitely seems like there's some things being set in motion for that this episode. Mm, yes, indeed. It seems like the the table is thoroughly set in the most royal way possible. So this episode is a ton of table setting for what we're gonna get into in mm-hmm. this whole episode or this whole season. What I assume. Yeah, because uh, yeah. So where is Phil going, Dave? He's going on this tour. He's going all these different places, and this is like the Goodwill oh, yeah. tour. Yeah, I mean, it seems like he's doing okay with Elizabeth there for a day or so. He even tells his boy Mike, like, everything's good. Uh, to which his friend, uh, Mike, his boy Mike, is like, you know, really? Marriage, bro? <laughs> really? Uh, but it's funny, within the day's time, well, it kind of dovetails with the other story, but Prince Phil starts talking to Elizabeth about the Suez Canal and, and how sending pilots up it, up it to do some kind of war or anything is a bad idea or whatever. And she doesn't want to hear that, it seems like. 
Well, she is this before or after the incident? What incident? Putting the camera in, in Phil's bag. Wait, what? What are you talking about? What do you? The, <laughs> what camera? So when the video camera that King George gives Elizabeth on their wedding day. Yeah. Right. There's the sequence where the where the queen says, "I want to slip this into his bag." Right. And then I believe it's after that that they're having the discussion over dinner yeah. where she's fed up with him and he says this is our last night because of what happened in the scene where she goes and puts the camera in his luggage or his briefcase. I didn't notice that he was upset about that at all. He's not upset. She's upset. Oh, that he didn't notice it? No, no. You you paying attention? Yes, I was very much paying attention. I don't know what you're talking about. So she goes and she goes to put this camera in his briefcase where the aide says to put it. I remember seeing that. Yeah. She goes to put the camera in the briefcase and pulls out the photograph of another woman. Oh, I didn't, I didn't put that together that that was another woman he was he was interested in. Oh, it's I not it just any other woman. If you watch the rest of the episode, you know exactly. Oh, what it's the ballerina. Oh, I just thought. Oh, I was just like it was just Phil about town. I didn't think anything of it. Oh no, that was you know that's like it's like finding nudes on a phone in 2020, finding a photo of another woman in somebody's luggage. That's secret. Well, I I guess that says more about me than anything that I just see those photos and I think nothing of it. Oh, that's just Phil. (laughs) Just got a picture of a a woman in his luggage. Yeah, I wonder why Elizabeth is so upset there. I I don't know. Yeah, so she you know he's trying to talk and he's like, "This is our last night. What are you doing? What are you talking about?" Yeah. Um, well, that makes a lot more sense now. Why why she would get up and walk away from him when he was talking about the Swiss Canal. And he's like, what's going on over here? And, and keep in mind, yeah. this, the night before, they had a they had a good time. Oh, they had a great time. I mean, the, the, the helpers started to come in and they're like, no, no, get out. Round two. Yeah, we got to see Phil in his, like, sweats. <laughs> in his, like, 80s workout outfit in the 50s. <laughs> Really making Matt Smith look sexy there for the for the viewers. Oh yeah, no no butt this week. I thought we were gonna get some butt this week, but no, we got like baggy sweatpants and an undershirt. You know who saw a lot of Matt Smith's butt and I didn't realize it? Uh, what you call it? Uh, L- Lily James, uh, cousin Rose. Uh, did they she date? dated him? Yeah, and apparently it was like a, a news thing this week that they apparently broke up a year ago. No one knew. Um, but wow, another another yeah. connection here. There we go. So Prince Phil was with Cousin Rose. There you go, listeners. We bring you the we bring you the, the news you want to know. So he, she's a big fan of those butt scenes, or was until the breakup of the butt scenes that we, <laughs> yes. we condone or, or give our thumbs up to. Big fan. Yeah, so, uh, so Phil is a... Uh, he's... He's flying away. Yeah, he's, he's about to go. but He's not flying the plane. No, maybe you could, though. <laughs> I wouldn't trust him with that. But we get another, uh, I guess if we're just going to ride this plot till the end, because there's really yeah. two stories here. Um, mm-hmm. We get to see his boy Mike has is facing a very similar situation, minus mm-hmm. the infidelity, potentially. And, and it's clear watching this, who boy Mike is from the English game. It's like, oh, it's that guy with the beard from the English game. Yeah, yeah. And in reversing it it's so easy to know but like adding the beard i was like who taking away the beard i'm like but, ah yes oh yes, that's yes. your boy mike yeah there's even a, a, a yeah so keep going dave yeah so there we see that mike 
boy Mike and his wife are at the airstrip and we see like this has happened before and the last time it happened Mike like missed a birthday didn't call well missed- this time she she tells him like you're going to miss Christmas your children um yeah. children's birthday and anniversary and and she she's like look you screwed it up last time and he's like I'm not going to screw it up this time <laughs> and then they bo- what a conversation to have before going on the plane. It's like as if he's not already consciously aware of. And he's like, "Dude, I got a really good job. What do you want, man? What is your job exactly? Hanging with the prince, you know, party <laughs> around the world, like for for money." Yeah. So then they get on the plane, and there's a brief moment between Phil and Mike, and he says, "Marriage is a wonderful institution, but who wants to live in an institution?" Uh, that's what his boy Mike says, right? Yeah. He also says the idiot that came up with the idea for marriage has a lot to answer for. <laughs> Man. All right. Tell us how you really feel, Mike. Um, why don't you just get a divorce if you really just don't like it that much? Yeah, and, and then we just see this wild party of all these children, and Mike's wife is, like, handling it. And then the mm-hmm. phone rings, and they're like, oh, it's daddy. And it, it's not. It's, like, one of his dudes. Yeah. And I understand back then it's frowned upon to get divorced and all that stuff. I'm not speaking out, out of turn there, but it's just like, man, this guy really, for someone who's married, really hates it. And uh, I thought it was interesting that they even gave us the moment with the wife character who's probably not going to figure into much of the series at all. Well, she has two, just really, two scenes with her, two prominent scenes in the episode. Right, which I thought was strange because she's not related to royalty or anything in any way, I don't think. So, all right, cool. Let's focus on her. But I mean, Mike, home, Mike hasn't had any meat really until this point he's always just sort of been a generic side character well boy his name is mike i mean what, what more do you need to know yeah he's <laughs> also isn't it insane that there's all these british characters with all these you know formal names and his name is literally mike <laughs> well, is, is, it, is it michael or is it mike we do we just say mike i'm certain at one point elizabeth says oh you know his friend mike <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's, that's right they said that to the help it's like oh mike is uh mike is i don't make any yeah, no, her exact quote is, I don't make anything of him. He's Mike. <laughs> <laughs> what, what the hell? <laughs> Who is this guy? It's like he just surfed in on like a surfboard. It's like, yo, dude, he's, come, come on, Phil. He's the poochie of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's injected for some flavor. Um, and he does inject flavor into uh, in the Phil's life because uh, aside from being a, a terrible husband, we learn, uh, well, there's an, an interaction with Elizabeth and her sister. Yeah. A great interaction, I thought. Because everything, still- everything is operating much more broadly in this first episode. Like, mm-hmm. we we yes. see Margaret, and she's like, "Oh, I got home at four o'clock in the morning," and she's still drunk. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, we're going broad stroke. She is a lush. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it, it makes it much more digestible as a as a show because we're not focusing on, t- you know, inhaling or. or, or you know, just focusing on the, the history of it, you know, just making sure that it, we're taking in all the history and the stuff that we need to know. Yeah, and I guess when there's no, well, I guess the, the Egypt events are, are historic and, yeah. and bad, but all the right. nuances of these characters are truly nuances of the characters. That's There's nothing right. more not, there. And that's why I, I feel like I, I can believe some of those reports out there that Queen Elizabeth wasn't quite as interested in season two or, or as happy with it because they really just focus in on the marital drama and stuff. And it's like, oh, you mean the, the things I would tune into a TV show for? Yes. It's <laughs> like, wait, you're not cool with the fact that the world is watching a fictionalized version of your bad marriage in the 50s? Oh, that's, I wonder why. Yeah. 
<laughs> kind of like uh, the whole the whole Hamilton conversation. Like, wait, you want all of history in there? No, let's get a fictionalized version of Hamilton. All that stuff. Yeah, just, just give it, give it, keep giving it to us. That's fine. Give us, give us dramatic history, okay? I don't want the facts. I want the fun. <laughs> That's what I want. I want what Mike is offering Phil, <laughs> which is apparently, according to Margaret, ballerinas and some uh, actresses. Hell yeah. <laughs> Sure. That this men's okay. lunch club is serious. Yeah, the gentleman's club. Uh, it's kind of funny that Margaret is aware of that and all, all of that. She knows what Mike is up to in that whole consortium. Yeah, and I, I like that Margaret does bring up briefly Peter Townsend. And mm-hmm. she says, you know, like, you don't care about me. You took away the one thing that I wanted. And then the queen, is Elizabeth, is like, yeah, but, like, that was me. That was my job. That was that was also also he was name. old. She says <laughs> he's also old. That's, it's funny because that's a very human moment from Elizabeth, but it also shows how how inhuman she is about her relationship with her sister. She's like, right. oh yeah, but if I make a joke, this is a, a thing humans do. But it's mm-hmm. like, nah, not nah, not really. But it's funny. It is like a sibling thing where you can have you can follow those quick arguments with your siblings and it's like no 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 let, let's just get out of this <laughs> okay we could go down a long discussion argument here of you know why i disagree with you but they both move on let's just talk about mike for a minute before that's what he's an, he's an osteopath as as margaret says he's mike um, he is so uh yeah elizabeth she goes to the ballet yeah well yeah she goes to the ballet and then the ballerina is the woman from the photo, which I thought was the most heavy-handed, Downton Abbey-esque thing. And I don't know <laughs> if this is based on reality. I obviously, you know, you know us in fact-checking. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, she stares at her, and then she does like a, a spin, and then she stares at her again, and it just so so prolonged and so awkward. Well, so I, I didn't. The way I interpreted it was. Because the way they kept closing the focus in on Elizabeth, I don't think the ballerina was actually looking at Elizabeth during that whole thing. I think it's in Elizabeth's eyes, mind that she's seeing this ballerina keep staring at her, like almost taunting her. Because if you're a ballerina up there on stage, you're not just like, "There's the queen, there's the queen." Every time you're doing spins, you gotta do those pirouettes. Come on. Well, I mean, I, I think it when the queen is the queen in relation to you. Do you know the queen is there exactly though? Performing? Oh, oh yeah, so, I'm sure you do. Yeah, I guess so. And so we, you, you, we know for a fact that the queen knows exactly who that ballerina is. So, so that that's some cold-blooded stuff where this woman is dancing on stage and she knows what she did with her husband and she's going to stare her down the whole time like, I'm dancing on stage, people are appreciating me, and by the way, I got a little fill. Dance, 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 dance. <laughs> well, it is funny because we're supposed to join this scene like eight-ninths of the way through this ballet. And we mm-hmm. see it in Elizabeth's eye when she realizes who the ballerina is. And it's like, well, I mean... Have you been watching her this whole show and you just realize now? Well, Dave, have you been to the ballet? No. Well, bro, I've been, I've been to the ballet. <laughs> so there's mul- the, the, ballerina, the ballerina doesn't always dance throughout the whole entire show. Usually, like, they have their featured segment where they go out and do their performance. So, oh, so maybe she was off. That, yeah, she was, she didn't come on until she had to do her showstopper or something like that. So th- there's a, there's a case for that. But she, I recommend going to the ballet though. <laughs> you know, I'll go tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, during this pandemic, based on that strong recommendation. <laughs> uh, 
Um, but I think that's pretty much it. Things are on ice between those two, and it's not going to get good if uh, five months is any indication. Yeah, yeah. And there is, um, to sort of tie the plots together, uh, mm-hmm. the queen takes a meeting with this navy man, this uh, the sea man. And yeah, tor- Admiral. Yeah. yeah, towards the end of the meeting, they get to talking about Phil, and he says, you married a wild spirit, and you have, like, he says, you have to put up with it. You know, like, that's what you mm-hmm. married. We all make choices. Well, I think that's a very <laughs> interesting conversation to, like, walk in on or to hear mm-hmm. because very rarely are we given the other side of the coin because it's always, like, Phil's got to step, you know, five feet behind his wife. Phil's got to do this. We never hear somebody be like, well, you know, Liz, mm. F- Phil is, you know, like, you committed to this crazy man. Yeah. Because, like, this guy, because let's not forget that Phil was, uh, you know, in the Navy. That's, you know, where his background lies. So this guy has seen Phil presumably at his wildest. Oh, and Mike, right? Don't, doesn't he, does he reference Mike, too? He's like, the two, yeah, two peas in a pot or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, uh, I think so. So Mastermind Mike. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, as we know today, you know, Phil and Elizabeth, they broke up and they never got back together. Nope. Again, right? I mean, nope. Uh, nope. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, but so the Admiral, he's there for the other storyline of the week. It's kind of A1, A2 stories. Yeah. Because Sir Anthony. Yeah, that's Sir Anthony. Anthony. I forget. Like I'm, I'm downing. Anthony Eden mm-hmm. is now PM. Mm-hmm. And the stuff with President Nasser in Egypt is... Uh, Oof, not so good. It's escalating. Nasser, they no, took over and, this and, canal. They say it's our. Yeah, know, I'm the I'm the captain now. And I sent the, you the, you this earlier, Dave. But the problem is, you know, exasperated by the fact that Anthony Eden is nothing more than a, than a junkie. Yeah, he's a junkie. <laughs> he, he's 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 an abuser. He lo- he loves his his drugs. But aren't those because he almost died in Boston? No. So I, I looked this up a little bit. Eden was on Purple Hearts during Suez Canal, and uh, Purple Hearts, they are a combination of amphetamines and barbiturates. Uh, it was so what he, a thousand young people did during the first post-war drug craze. So he probably uh, got hooked UK. because of his disease or whatever happened to him in Boston. It, yeah, it, it, it was. It started because of that. He started taking some painkillers, uh, and it got worse. Uh, but he's nothing more than a junkie. Hey. Purple Heart. If this was, if they did like a Hamilton version of The Crown, it would be like Lil Wayne plays Anthony Eden. <laughs> okay. His purple stuff. Yeah. Let's let's go. He's Jeff Hardy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, N- N- Nasser. Yeah. Or, no, no, no. He is Nasser. He, no, he, 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 no. Nasser is uh, somebody geez. else. <laughs> Sorry. W- WWE references here because uh, yeah. Buy that Lord of Grantham NWO T-shirt. Yeah. So we see. Yeah. There's an Arabic announcer. There's there's boats rolling up. Um, they're storming the British part, but they're start, they're storming um, the embassy, British right? British area, yeah, embassy in in Egypt at the beginning of the episode, and we learned that uh, Gamal Nasser he, he sees control of the Suez Canal. Yeah, he wants he wants freedom for Egypt. Yeah, which I mean is fair. Uh, this is it's kind of funny how this is we're watching this now as it's all coming to light because. Uh, you know, there, there's a long history of British colonialism and, and it being a, a problematic thing to celebrate with, with the UK and stuff. And it, it's funny because uh, was it Meghan Markle and, and Henry um, were, were uh, 
addressing that this week, you know, how, you know, the UK needs to reckon with their past and stuff. And this is one of those core things with, you know, the UK just saying, we have the Suez Canal. And it's like, you have no claim to this land. <laughs> you are so far away mm-hmm. from that. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Eden ain't too happy with Nasser. No. And he, you know, we have a, a parliament scene where they say, we're, we're, you know, taking it to the streets and they're all pounding the table. Right. I, I mean, yeah, it's kind of dramatic when they they learn about it uh, because Eden's giving some big speech to Parliament, and then like these people in the boots are marching, they're walking upstairs, and then they interrupt the whole thing. And oh, the one where he's talking to the school. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. They, yeah, they they whisk they, him off stage like a like the Apollo with a big cane. Right, and the message they give him is uh, Nasser said it's better to be pissed off than pissed on, <laughs> which just triggers Eden. Yeah, <laughs> that's the actual message from history, people. Maybe. <laughs> um, so Eden gets to scheming. He, 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 he thinks that he will use pilots to humiliate Nasser uh, and get him in line to try and just take back the canal, I guess. Mm-hmm. Indeed. And Which leads, leads us to Phil explaining to Elizabeth why that just won't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unbeknownst to him that Elizabeth don't care. Yeah, well, Elizabeth <laughs> is in no mood. But then we see later that she is concerned because the Br- a British representatives takes a meeting with f- the French and the Israelis, I believe. Yeah, I think you're getting a little ahead of yourself. Okay, yeah, uh, that's fine. I mean, I'll get that's fine. Yeah, so it seems like Russia is throwing support behind Egypt. Yes, she, yeah. We know back then it's all the, the heating up of, of the, that war. And... How does Eden react? He throws a bunch of papers everywhere. <laughs> and then he just looks in the mirror and sees himself and just says, You're nothing more than a junkie. <laughs> he said, you know, he says it to himself. He looks in the mirror and, and there's like uh, a shatter down his face. He's <sighs> <laughs> Yeah. So that's when he goes uh to the Parliament and says we must restore status quo. And then people in a bizarre turn by the, the Parliament to start beating the table. Yeah. Saying, Military action. <laughs> Military action. Dance, dance, dance. And they seem dance. they it's seem weird. happy too. They, they're, they're a bunch giddy. of warhawks, it seemed like. Yeah, it's business. Back in business, baby. They haven't had one since World War II, so let's get to it. There's one catch about this, Dave. Mm-hmm. Who do they need support from? France. Come on, man. Are you paying attention to this episode? Are you going to flag me? They need support from the UN. Come on. <laughs> Sanction them. Sanction them with their arm. <laughs> oh, wait, they don't have an arm. Um, but no, the UN hasn't sanctioned them yet, so they can't go to war alone. That's the issue. Yeah. There you go, filling uh, in the diplomatic that. stuff. Yeah, you know us as the U.S., you know. <laughs> we went to war without U.N. sanctions. What does that matter? A lot. <laughs> A lot, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, which they are about to learn. They are about to learn today. Um, so during all this, it seems that Elizabeth is catching wind that, you know, Eden's up to something. So we get the introduction to the Admiral Fleet. And, and Dave, what did you make of this intro scene with him? It was odd with him right? like putting his clothes on and his wife. Yeah, a lot of his wife talking to him and like really showing that they have some back and forth rapport where it's like, I don't know who these people are. <laughs> yeah. Like I have a hard time and, and maybe this is just because we're fresh off of watching Downton, which is mm-hmm. something I, you know, I don't need to pay attention to, to soak up where it's like when something mm-hmm. that just seems to like a conversation, my brain is like, oh, these people, even though I don't know who they are. 
Yeah. So I was yeah. kind of like, oh, like this it's... is just some sort of uh, exposition conversation that will probably play itself out in the next couple scenes. Yeah, and it's it... nice back and forth, but it's just like, wait, why are we doing this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and I looked, I looked up more on this Lord Mountbatten. Dude has a bogus ending. So <laughs> I, I, I wonder if he'll be kept around because... It gets crazy, bro, <laughs> for this guy. Um, Should we wait until another episode or see how... Yeah, let's let's wait to see if, if they include it. Uh, it won't be for years, though. Um, but what does he communicate to Elizabeth about him? He's like, we're up to something. We got, you know... Well, no. There's, there's people, people, moves being made. Right. And what does it boil down to, essentially? I didn't take notes of... He says it's an irrational dislike. They hate each other, and people are getting caught up in it. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that time when Nasser framed Eden as a as a drunk driver, and then everyone started thinking that. <laughs> sorry, people. Sorry, uh, that didn't happen. Um, we do get a bit of character with this mountain band because he's like the food here is terrible. You know, he's eating with Elizabeth. Oh, he's cultured. Uh, he's like, I know all but, about this ballet that's going on tonight. It's got this superstar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he essentially puts in Elizabeth's ear. Be careful about Eden. The, the, the guy is, the guy's up to something. He's a junkie. <laughs> Nothing more than a junkie. Um, so we get the conversation that you know she would usually have a Churchill where she has her private talk with uh, Eden, and he kind of lobballs to her. You know, you know, I want war to keep the peace. And, you know, she's keenly aware from what Lord Mountbatten said, like, you know, some people just want to have a war to ensure their legacy, which is seems to be what Eden's up to here. He wants to kind of have a legacy. Um, he even, even crosses his legs almost as he says that, like, huh, going to war, baby. He's fle- he's flexing a lot this episode. Yeah. And, and she just kind of goes for the throat. She's like, I want to know if you colluded with Israel in any way. <laughs> Tell me about that. Yeah, tell me about the collusion. <laughs> and Eden is like caught up. He's like, oh, humming, humming, humming. <laughs> He's like, uh, uh. <laughs> now, Dave, get to what you've been trying to tell us now for for several minutes. <laughs> they took him. We, we had a meeting. We took a meeting. Essentially, yeah. He says, for me, France, Israel, mm-hmm. IHOP. We all had a, a stack of pancakes. Talked about International the, House of Pancakes. Talked about, talked about going to to Egypt. Yeah, and they didn't really clarify what exactly the plan was. Aside from that, they all kind of colluded together, right? Yeah, I mean that's that's what I got from it. It's like two, you know, like I think Queen, just Queen a, Elizabeth kind of learned from from Churchill, like you can puff up your chest because you're important, mm-hmm. and she kind of does it here, and you're supposed to go like, oh. But Eden uh-huh. kind of holds his ground. Yeah, yeah, because he, he, he wants to, he wants war. Um, and just to clarify for listeners, so Nasser he secretly formulated a plan with French officials, under which Israel would invade Egypt, allowing British and French forces to intervene and then seize the canal. So essentially, like, oh, we're pl- going to play the good guys and then just reclaim it for themselves and not look like the bad guys. And he asked for her, her support, and she's like. You always got the you always got the sovereign support, even though you know. Clearly yeah, that was a that was a good it. moment because you, you see yeah. Eden's face like, come on, 
What are you mm-hmm. not going to be? You're not cool with this? And then she's like, you know, I gotta be. I gotta. And he even flexes. He's like, I was right about Hitler. I'm right about this. Yeah, I was fella. right about Mussolini. <laughs> yeah. Starts counting <laughs> this the fella. He literally says this fella. He, he really is playing the Jeff Hardy role. The this fella. <laughs> Nasser. Um, and I think that's pretty much the episode. It's just those two storylines. Yeah. It was a it just a cl- yeah. It was a, a it was a start to the season for sure. It was a downer. I thought it was fun. I, I well down. I just thought it was fun. I thought I, I liked the drama. I liked the soapiness. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, it's it was there. It was heavy in that, but it was not a happy episode at all. Was it a good episode? It was. It was. It was a good start. Like I, I, I am exciting. Excited to see what happens next. I am so excited to see Eden just keep popping pills. <laughs> this dude's a mess. <laughs> I love it. I like they show his like cocktail, like his his whole pile of drugs. Yeah, he reminds me of that Simpsons thing with Mayor Quimby, where they draw the flames around his head <laughs> for dramatic effect to show how uh, strung out he is. Um, he he, that's him. That's that's our Quimby. That he is indeed. Uh, he is the PM. So, any good quotes from this episode, Dave? Um, I think I got to most of them. The the, the one about oh, this, the the note that Liz leaves with the video camera mm. is always remember you have a family. And boy, does which he need a, to remember that. Which is a bomb to drop as you are about to leave on this tour. <laughs> like, I, I would, I would love if like Phil said to himself, but I do remember I have a family. I know I have a family. Come on. <laughs> and the, I guess the thing, the emotional weight is supposed to be like Phil sees this, which means he knows his wife saw the photo of the ballerina, which means mm-hmm. now he knows he's in the doghouse, but he's about to disappear. So <laughs> yeah. it's like you get the worst news, and then you can't face up to it for months not a healthy relationship (laughs) yeah but then again you also know if he is a serial cheater then oops like he he probably would just i guess we'll see in the season maybe as right the events unfold tbd on on phil we'll see where it goes well rankings uh, uh, bro sure (laughs) sure i'm just stumbling over my words here man all this british stuff who do you got going down? Number three is Mike. Okay. Dude's not in a good marriage. He's not doing. He's not a good dude. Nah. Okay. <laughs> Number three going down. I got. I got Mike's wife. What's her name? I, I didn't look. Come on, this man. <laughs> I almost had her on here, but it's just like I don't even know who she is. There <laughs> honestly, there weren't enough moving pieces in this episode for me to not include her. She had two scenes about how terrible her life is. That's okay. enough. Sure. Well, number two, I got Phil. Me too. This. He's in. He's in the doghouse. He wolf, gets wolf. caught. Yeah. Ain't, ain't looking good for him in five months. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Uh, number one is Elizabeth. Elizabeth for oh, me. same here. She's she's all alone again. Another episode that closes with her just sitting alone in a, a bed or yeah, closing alone closing that door. Yeah, she's just always alone. So. Best of luck to her. Yeah. Uh, Dave, who's going up for you, man? I got to say, number three, it's Mike. What, what has Mike done to earn his spot? The dude doesn't like his marriage. He doesn't like his wife and kids. Mm-hmm. He's facilitating this bad reputation that Phil has, and he doesn't catch flack for it. 
He's about to go on a, a booze cruise for five months with his best friend. Yeah. I mean, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. I kind of wish I would be with my family for Christmas and those things, but you know. I don't think he cares. He says that he doesn't want to be in an institution. That's, that is true. Uh, yeah. All right. Fair points. Well, I, I got Gamal Nasser at number three. Okay. Dude sees the canal, man. He got it. <laughs> All right. What you going to do about it? We'll find out. Well, that's my number two is, is Eden. Come on. Oh, all right. Because he's... Sure. You know, the queen The queen does not agree, but she's got to agree. Eden is, is mm-hmm. flexing. He's juicing yeah. this whole episode. <laughs> he's, the juice is absolutely loose with Eden in this episode. Cannot be contained. Um, and number two, I got Margaret. Okay. Just a scene she stealer? Had, yeah, she has a strong, like, I'm back, I'm hungover. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> I'm a junkie. Uh, <laughs> and she just lets Elizabeth know what's up. You know, I like this guy. You didn't let me be with him. I don't care. And also your boy, he's philandering around with Mike. And you know it, and I know it. And what are you going to do about it? I'm the sister of Elizabeth. She really goes into it. All right. <laughs> well, number one, yeah. I got I got Matt Nasser. He got the canal. <laughs> I mean, he did it. He he's, he's he, he big, called his shot. He's the big bad. In season one. Yeah, he called his shot and he got it. He's the Gustavo Fring of the Crown. Sure, that that's a fair analysis uh, analogy. Um, I got Eden at number one, man. He convinced the the queen to do what he wants. He's popping pills like it's no one's business. He's got all the candy in the world. <laughs> he's roided <laughs> up. <laughs> he's just so heavy on the juice, man. I, I I love it. I can't wait to see where Anthony goes this year. I really, I'm so excited about this. Yeah, I do like him better as a character than than Churchill. I gotta say. I mean, Ch- Churchill's a little played out, I think, in popular culture. Yeah, and that that and what's his um, Lithgow was so much as Church. I know Churchill's pr- presence is supposed to be big. I mean, so and, is Oldman. Yeah, but that's all about him. Whereas I think Churchill's such a big personality that it's mm-hmm. good to have less of a pompous person. <laughs> And more down to earth Eden just popping pills and you know yeah. somebody that's not quite so extreme somebody that's not stealing every scene they're in just by being there yeah I'm into it I'm yeah into it absolutely and, and and just to move quickly on to you know usually we wrap up these episodes with like stuff we've been watching recently I kept making allusions to it the, during this whole podcast but you know Dave and I watch wrestling a lot and one of the most involving plot lines right now involves uh Two, one of your favorite wrestlers, Dave, Sheamus, mm-hmm. and and Jeff Hardy. <laughs> so that that's like all you've been watching on a loop is this Sheamus Jeff Hardy. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Because uh, it, it, so in real life, Jeff Hardy is a recovering alcoholic. It, it's been a I shouldn't laugh about it. It's a long struggle for him. But he was framed by Sheamus several weeks ago for driving his car while drunk, <laughs> and then. Seamus has just been berating Jeff Hardy for weeks now, calling him nothing more than a junkie. Yeah. And he made him take a, a and, urine test on TV to which Jeff Hardy threw the cup of urine at Seamus. Yeah. He said it's better to be pissed off than pissed on. And then it's just been going back and forth for weeks now where Seamus has been drinking in front of them. This is all in bad taste. Mind you, I totally recognize it. But I hope that Jeff Hardy gets his comeuppance on this man who keeps tormenting him about his alcoholism. Yeah. Well, I listened to an interview with Jeff Hardy, and I think he's very uh, 
uh, you know, he, he knows the importance of, of airing his dirty laundry on to the public. I think he sees that he apparently for somebody that has a 15 year history of addiction in the public, mm. he went to rehab for the first time last year. Wow. <laughs> so, insane. you know, like Jeff, I think Jeff Hardy's in a good place mentally. Yeah. Like he never been to rehab. Yeah. Good. Well, good for him now. Yeah, and I know we got a message today from our dear listener Estelle in uh, Australia, which is going through lockdown again because of the second wave, and she was asking for things to watch. And look, I'm just going to keep piling WWE things up for people to watch suggestions because it's been on fire creatively between that storyline and then the one with Rey Mysterio. And oh, Seth Rollins. Rollins. <laughs> eye for an I, eye. I tweeted, I am obsessed. <laughs> uh so Seth Rollins has been harassing this man and his son Dominic, as we've previously covered on this podcast. There was a a, a, a paternity test uh, match. What where, fifteen uh, years ago for or ten years ago for Dominic? Fifteen years ago, yeah, wow. yeah. Where uh, Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero fought for the papers to claim uh, Dominic as their son, and then of course Dominic interfered and kicked. Eddie Guerrero and the nether regions and then helped his father Rey Mysterio to <laughs> claim him as his son but Dominic is, is back and he keeps getting assaulted by Seth Rollins <laughs> and in the midst of trying to protect his son uh, Rey Mysterio uh, got his eye knocked out <laughs> he gouged out because gouged out. because he told Seth Rollins like congrats on on getting your fiance pregnant that's right. Seth Rollins is going to be a new father. He was just congratulating the man on that. Rey Mysterio's like, good job, man. That's a good one. And then Seth Rollins <laughs> proceeds to gouge his eye out. Which culminated this week in Seth Rollins again trying to beat up Rey Mysterio's growing son now. He's not a child anymore. He's 20 years old. Uh, poking him in the eye. And a heated Rey Mysterio said, you and me are going to fight in an ojo poor ojo match to which everyone was confused and he then elaborated I for an eye so what does that mean like the loser gets his eye pulled out right and Rey Mysterio is already operating with one eye so if he loses he's theoretically going to go blind he doesn't have an eye to lose and then the reaction the reaction on Seth's face of like what and then even Rey Mysterio's partner of Kevin Owens like what, what are you doing what are you talking about man and then Rey Mysterio having to explain to him like it's an eye for an eye <laughs> you know it's pro wrestling you gotta do these things <laughs> it's pro wrestling well, you best, can't the top the soap is, opera Seth Rollins is, is, is Hispanic you know that's the crazy his, thing his real too. name is Lopez <laughs> yeah he knows what ojo por ojo means yeah so anyways this is the only thing that's keeping my mind off the real world at this moment is just the insanity that is WWE and I know it shouldn't be operating right now under most circumstances. They had an uh, outbreak of cases a couple of weeks ago. But, damn it, it's a tough world right yeah, now. Yeah, and they're in Florida. They're in that new epicenter. So, like, of course there's going to be an outbreak. Yeah. I'm just glad it's, it's not New York anymore, which is, I don't know. There's no, no no right thing to say about any of this. Yeah. Dave, what are you watching? Uh, I just finished the last season of Better Call Saul. It was nice. It was good you know, I didn't think I'd watch it as fast as I did, so now I need to move on to something else. But to live up to the hype, when you get to like when you're behind on something and you have a lot of it to catch up on, you really don't appreciate it. And and then when you mm-hmm. hit the wall, you're like, oh man. So yeah, of course it lived up to the hype. It's great. Yeah. If you watch Breaking Bad yeah. and you've never watched Better Call Saul, that's a crime. You really owe it to yourself. 
absolutely. Uh, aside from that, f- I don't, I don't, uh, more succession. I started mm-hmm. I, I, also in the Lords of Grantham Lounge. Our friend Chris recommended the Wind of Change podcast, and I've listened oh. to the first three episodes of that. It's a very interesting podcast about the CIA and mm-hmm. the Scorpions, the ba- the German hard rock band. Scorpion. It's just Scorpion, right? No, the Scorpions. Sting oh, okay. is the Scorpion. So Rocky like a hurricane. Yes. Got it. So that, yeah. that's been interesting. You know, I've been consuming. You know, we're all just watching any, any you know dumb YouTube videos. Send us your favorite dumb yeah. YouTube videos, and, and we'll shout you out. Yeah, and maybe we'll toss in merch for whoever is a lucky listener. We got to f- figure out some kind of contest for listeners here. Yeah, we're we're sitting on some stuff, and I know you know. Maybe there's more. The good thing about us now is now that we have our own merch, we don't need to worry about finding wacky Downton merch. We can just give you Lord and Grant the merch. <laughs> as much fun I, as you it don't, is to give yeah. away dumb Downton Abbey parody merch because there is a ton of it. Now we have our right. very own Downton Abbey parody merch. Right. As if, well, and we're not exclusively Downton. You know, we've expanded. We're the crown. We're the English game. We're a bunch of other things, you know. So, yeah, I, I, I think... Uh, if you want it, we'll, we'll figure something out for it. And then, if you want it, you can purchase it. You just, we'll, we'll figure. We'll we'll post the link. Yeah, if, if you're if you're buying merch, t- take pictures, tag yourself, tag us in the photos. Let us know what's up because we'll definitely be shouting everybody out who helps us out. Yeah, but if you want to find the links and stuff, I think do your due diligence. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Email us at Gmail and leave us a five star review on iTunes if you can. Yeah. And let us know if you're glad to be back on the crown train with us because, you know, we had our doubts in season one, but mm-hmm. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. <laughs> Just stay COVID free. All right. Next, next episode 2.2. All right. Let's do it.